Hello, and welcome to part two of episode three. All right, so let's move on. So I'm going to have a look now at our surprise team of the season. Um, flop team, we said. that uh, I'm going to change this to maybe a team that's going to have a more disappointing season because, you know, what is a flop season for some teams? So we'll start off with our surprise team. I'm going to go straight over to uh, Man... No, I'm going to go to Liverpool Michael, who's going to tell me his surprise team of the season. Just got a bit confused there because Michael's pointing, but he's pointing at me and I'm already speaking. So, <laughs> Liverpool Michael, who is your surprise team of the season? Uh, mine are going to be Nottingham Forest, actually. Uh, newly promoted side, but they've um, made big moves in the transfer market and they've got um, a lot of plays in such early on. Um, Invested heavily. Uh, I know they've got the little uh, parachute sort of payment. Um, well, not exactly, but the, that influx of catch going to the Premier League. Uh, I think they're ready to go. I'm going to uh, agree with that because I put Nottingham Forest as well. I think there you go. A lot, a lot, a lot of times we're seeing more recently in Premier League years where you get a team that comes in kind of out of nowhere and they do well. We saw it with Bournemouth for a fair few years when they came in. And then also with Brentford last season. So yeah, for me, I think I think if if Forest stay up, I think they're going to be surprising people because there's a lot of people tipping them to go straight back down. But out of the three championship teams, I think yeah, for me, I think they'll do the best. So they're going to be my surprise team. Um, City, Michael, you got anyone different? Or are we going all three here for Forest? I'm going to be extremely boring, and I was going Notts Forest as well. Um, I think they made some good signings, like Michael said. They've got uh, that Omar Richard uh, Richards from uh, Bayern. Uh, 10 million deal, which is pretty good, actually. I mean, he's probably not going to get in that Bayern team, but um, he's had some experience abroad, which is good. And they're actually looking at signing a Man City right back as well. Uh, Issa Kabore, people wouldn't have heard of him, um, but he's played a couple of seasons in uh, Ligue 1. Um, so, no, I think they'll do really well. Um, probably a bit like... Well, Brent say that. Sorry to interrupt, Michael. Yeah. Sorry, um, I didn't know that later signing, that right back. Um, sorry, left back. Uh, but say with the centre half from Bayern, um, the new signing, and then on the other side of the pitch, uh, Nico from Liverpool, three of a back four, uh, really experienced. And like you say, you, you kind of lose a league from the first 10 games, win a league from the first 10 games, you can definitely lose it. And I think the same could work in the relegation battle. Yeah, definitely, mate. It definitely depends how you start as well, I think. Just picking up points as many as you can, even if it's just one point here or there. Yeah, it's really interesting, I think, there, all three of us tipping Forest, because I know a lot of people that I've spoken to thinking they're going straight down. So when uh, Perth de la Prem goes international and we go to Nottingham, I think we've got free drinks all night for all tipping them there. <laughs> all right, so disappointing team. Right, I'm going to start with City Mike. Then I'm going to move on to Liverpool Mike, and I'm going to go last because, yeah, I'm going to be controversial here and... Yeah, it could be an interesting debate. So, Man City, Mike, who's going to be your your more disappointing team this season? I mean, look, you're probably not going to expect too much from them, um, to be honest. Um, But I reckon maybe Brentford, to be honest. I think Brentford, they did really well last season coming up. Um, It's really good to see them in the Premier League, to be honest. Um, But, you know, with... Ericsson going, I think he probably dragged them through, just gave them that little bit of injection just to get through, stay up last season. 
Um, I think they're going to be my disappointing team. I think I think they'll probably go down. To be honest, I think it's going to be hard for them to stay up. They might surprise me, but um, I can't see too much other than them going down this season. Uh, <laughs> sorry to keep the trend going, like we're copying each other here, but Brentford uh, were mine too. Um, and exactly the same points, Michael, uh, Ericsson leaving, well, nearly leaving. Um, and they're one of my three teams who I've got on the relegation zone. Interesting. So two Brentfords. Um, oh, look, mine's going to be completely left of field. I thought we, we were on here to make some big, bold calls. So I've got a team that's, you know, I think it's going to have a disappointing season that's probably going to upset one of you. Obviously, we know... My prediction was City to win the league. Now, this team could finish second, but it could be in my in my opinion, I still think it could be a disappointing season. Um, is Liverpool? I just think the year that they had last year, and I'm going to talk about the mentality monsters because if they do say do well this season, then you cannot argue that they're not mentality monsters. But to do what they did last year and play every single game was was just absolutely phenomenal but only win the two domestic trophies. And I say that only. They could have obviously won all four. They obviously lost the Premier League on the last day and then the Champions League. But to go through that whole year and then not get as much success as what was talked about is going to be so, so hard to come back and do it again. I know they have done it. Um, but looking at that year when they won the Premier League and they put absolutely everything into it and they were the best team by an absolute mile... And then they came back the following season and their performances dropped a bit. I know they had injuries, um, but I think with the World Cup coming in, I know we said Salah's not going, but they'll have a lot of players who are going to the World Cup. I think they could be in a little bit of trouble. And I'm going to have a bold prediction that I think they'll finish at least 10 points behind whoever finishes top. So it might not be a massively bold prediction, but I just I can't see them being as good as what they have been in the last few years. I think... I don't think they've recruited brilliantly. I think we say about the, the Carvalho, yeah, he could be an interesting signing, but how much will he play? Um, Nunes looks good, but losing Sadio Mane, I think, is going to be massive. And I just think their midfield, for me, is a little bit one-dimensional. So, oh, Liverpool, Mike, I'm sure you're not going to be too overly impressed with what I've said. But, yeah, just their midfield, it just doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, what part of the midfield, Gareth? Well, I'm not talking. I'm not going to talk about Fabinho because I think Fabinho is he's in the top two, top three players. Thiago, don't get me wrong. Technically, probably one of the best footballers I've ever seen. He just looks unbelievable. But I don't know. He just. He, I think he's. I think he just. He tries to dictate the game, but I think he just slows it down a bit. And Henderson, yeah, look, he's a great leader, but there's not a lot of creativity. Like the years where they had like Coutinho, I know they're kind of playing different seasons, but they don't have that De Bruyne in their team. Well, uh, people outside the club, uh, unfortunately, see Hendo as the person that ticks the ball over in passing it sideways. Um, he does a lot more of that, and not only in leadership qualities, um, but on the pitch as well, finding that ball forward. Uh, Week in, week out, you see him, you start to appreciate it. I think if you only tune into little games and seeing some sort of stats um, that's on the, going around on the internet, um, you've made that sort of judgment call. But I, I, then I get it as well. He's, he's not that type of play where you look at De Bruyne straight away and his first touch is always forward. 
His eyes are always looking to do something in an attacking way. Thiago, when he first came to Liverpool, I would uh, happily agree with you. Um, unfortunately, um, even though I was really hyped to see him come and wear the red shirt. Uh, since then, though, since the back end of last year, he was the one who did drag our midfield um, and our attacking way going forward um, by himself, pretty much. Uh, which, probably the last 10, 15 games of the season, so he got a bit of form coming back from injury um, and rhythm in his legs, and he dictated a lot of the play and got us to that Champions League final pretty much by himself. Yeah, and I think even thinking there, when you were just speaking, obviously a lot of Liverpool's creativity comes from the wider areas with with your Trents and with your Robertsons. But for me, even, even watching that Champions League final and I'm looking like, you know, the three in the midfield, who who's going to be the one to go score like a Steven Gerrard wonder goal, something like that. And I think, I think Liverpool having Gerrard for so many years, you can kind of expect that as a midfielder. I don't think they've ever replaced him. And I think they, they will one day, but they don't, I just don't see any of them three scoring a wonder goal. Yeah, they've got it in them. I know Henderson scored that wonder goal against Chelsea. Um, I don't think Liverpool's midfield um, was built um, at all and intention of Klopp to be like a city midfield to dictate the play. Like you said, the balls go out wide and the way that how electric and um, fire that front three is, um, it's left up to them. However, I think it is the dynamics are changing a little bit, like the next evolution, the Klopp era has begun under Thiago, now with Cavalio, with Harvey Elliott, Cavalio and Harvey Elliott, both attacking minor players, um, and Curtis Jones, actually. It's only the likes of Milner, I think, will interchange um, with the sixth position, so more defensive with Fabinho, um, and then Henderson with the mount of games as well to rotate between the six and the eight as well. Yeah, interesting. Um, I reckon now, let's move on. Um, we'll go on to so who we think our three teams are being relegated. So obviously, you two have both said Brentford, and I'm fortunately going to join you, and I'm going to say Brentford as well. I do think still, obviously, they've got they've got um, Tony up top um, and Mbwembo as well, two good players. But yeah, losing Ericsson, I just I don't know. I feel like they would have lost that kind of initial bounce that they had last year, and. The other two championship teams coming up, Fulham and Bournemouth, I think they're going to go straight back down and probably swap with Norwich and Watford. So we'll pass over Man City, Mike, see if you agree with me or if you've got anyone different. Um, all right, can you hear me just before we start? Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Um, yes, yeah, so obviously had Brentford in there. Like I said, I think just losing Ericsson, even though he's only there for half a season, he dragged them through quite a bit. Um the other two teams I've gone, probably slightly predictable, um, I, to be honest. So one team that's not in here that I think could easily be in here, just depending how they go. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt um, in terms of leads. So I've gone, the other two, I've gone Bournemouth and I've gone Fulham. I just can't see anything different for Fulham. Um, like I said in the last pod, I'd love to see someone like Mitrovic come in and just do what he's been doing in the championship. But unfortunately, I just can't see it happening again. Um, and I could see them going straight back down. Um, I think the manager is Scott Parker, is it, is it not? Um, I think he's done pretty well with them, but it just seems to be that step up. They've got a lot of good championship players, obviously, but maybe ones that just can't take that next step. Um, and I'm not really sure how they rectify that, whether they um, either stick with the squad or they go try sign a couple of players. But I think you could say, there's you know, something to say, you can sign too many players when you come up, um, similar to someone, some of the other teams previously. 
Um, and then Bournemouth as well. Um, it's good to see them back after, you know, they did really, really well for a club of their size to stay up for that long under Eddie Howe. Um, but unfortunately, financially, I just don't think they can keep up with uh, some of the other teams in the Premier League, even the lower half teams. Uh, so I think they'll probably go back down as well. Yeah, just quickly touch. Um, so Scott Parker's actually at Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth, sorry. Yep. So um, Fulham have got Marco Silva, who obviously oh, Marco Silva. Yep. did brilliantly. It was at Watford and then he went to Everton and didn't do so well. Um, yeah, look, Marcus, exciting manager, some would say, but yeah, he's been in the Premier League and yeah, didn't do great when he went and got his money moved to, or bigger move to Everton. Yeah, I just, I can't see either of those teams doing it, uh, doing very well. Um, Liverpool, Mike, you agree or are you going to throw in a different team? Uh, I'm going to keep with two of the three teams, so Brentford and Bournemouth. Uh, the third team that I'm putting into my bottom three are Leeds. Uh, I think having lost Rafinha and the way they play football in more of an attacking mind um, won't do them well this season. Um, on the contrary, though, for Fulham, who's coming up, uh, I think because they're coming up again uh, and with that manager who's been at other two other Premier League clubs, surely this time he will be a bit smarter and to say against if, say, Bournemouth are versing Fulham, then he can play that type of football. But if you're coming up against a Chelsea, um, even away at home, at home, it'll be more smart the way they compact their formation and hopefully stop the opposition from scoring rather than trying to score themselves without leaving themselves open. Yeah. Um, just quickly as well, I'm going to just say two teams. I want you guys to give me your opinions on them because these are two teams that I've kind of also earmarked as... I wasn't sure either way if they were going to be, have an impressive season or a poor season. The first one, I think, I, I personally believe these will they'll finish in the top 12. They had a bad year last year. I know they've lost Richarlison, but I think Everton. I'll speak again. We spoke about Tarkovsky signing. I think that is such a good signing for them. Um, so I think they're looking like they're potentially going to be signing Dennis as well from Watford and that there's been rumours about potentially getting a midfielder in, potentially Zinchenko, uh, I've seen Billy Gilmore as well. And I think Deli Alley is going to go back to the form that he once had. I'm a massive Deli Alley fan, obviously, being from where Deli Alley is from. I called it when he played end head ons that he was going to be a future England superstar. And I know he's dropped off a bit, but I think he's going to kick on this year. I think Everton will finish top 12. What do you guys reckon? Liverpool, Mike, you obviously will probably enjoy seeing him down again. Well, yeah, nearly relegated, but I think that relegation battle, especially for Frank Lampard, who was just used to winning throughout his professional career, now managerial career, didn't start too well at Chelsea. Uh, that experience, fighting and fighting for every point and getting that through to his players um, and just showing what it means. And the crowd learned that the crowd didn't really know really what it meant to be in a relegation battle and they came through it together. So that experience there alone um, will set them a lot better up for this season. Less naive, I think, from Brent Langpard. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I don't think they're going to have the repeat of last season. I think it was a bit of a one-off. There was a lot of mismanagement um, off the pitch for him as well. Um, a bit chaotic, I think. You know, Rafa Benitez, you boys probably agree, is a decent manager, but um, they kind of made a rod for their own back, pointing him, um, you know, because of that Liverpool connection. Um, but I think yeah, they made some good some good signings. Um, 
And like you say, Tarkovsky, a leader at the back, I think they need that. They've obviously got some good defenders, but I think that real leader um, will help them sort them out. And I think if Deli Ali can get back to his um, you know, peak form or somewhere close to it, I think he'll be a really important player for Everton. So, no, I definitely think you're probably right there, Gareth, as well. Um, can I just ask, I don't know if you're going to mention another thing, uh, Gareth, but what do you guys think about Leicester? They haven't made any signings yet. I'm just having a look through the transfers. Um, Rodgers tends to do pretty well at teams and then they kind of fall off a cliff a little bit. Um, I don't know what you boys reckon there. I, I, I actually think they could be quite a surprise team, but not in a good way this season. I think they need investment. Yeah, well, it's interesting that you say um, Leicester because on my disappointing team... I actually wrote down Leicester and then crossed them out and then wrote Liverpool because I want it to be a little bit controversial. So, yeah, they haven't really signed anyone, have they? So, I don't know, Leicester, I, I think even the last couple of seasons, that they're, they're a hit and miss team. They can turn up on a day and they could beat anyone, but then they've put in a few poor performances. So, I, I was kind of like, well, I don't know. They, I feel like they've been a little bit disappointed for the last couple of years while still doing okay. I think, obviously, what they did when they won the league was so amazing. Um, but now you kind of expect a little bit more from them. So, yeah, interesting point. Uh, the other one I was going to um, speak about was Newcastle. Like, where where do we think they're going to finish? Like, obviously, they've they've spent a bit of money now. They've got they've got the backing from their Saudi owners. Really, is is top eight a realistic kind of thing for them, or are they look in top ten? What do you reckon, Liverpool, Mike? Yeah, top ten for me. Um... I, I think um, the, the the way they ended last season um, with their owners backing them as well, um, they'll ride that wave for the first half of the season leading up to the World Cup. And I think they'll have that over like someone like Leicester, uh, where for me, Bridges and Rogers has one style of play. Um, and when stuff doesn't go right, he starts changing formation and personnel a bit too much and reacting where managers like uh, Klopp and Pep, um, if their plan A is so good, um, they'll continue with it. And I think that's what Eddie Howe will do. Yeah, too right. And I think the only other one I thought of as well, just quickly then, um, Aston Villa as well, because as we spoke about before, they've, they've spent a little bit of money. Obviously, Gerrard's in there. Um, top 10 for them. Is that going to be a realistic thing? I don't know. I, I, I'm still, you know, the jury's still out. Michael... Obviously, love Steven Gerrard, um, Liverpool legend. But, I mean, they've made some good signings. Um, but, you know, towards the back end of last season, they actually didn't play that well. He, he started quite well, I thought. But um, they started a bit like a house on fire. And then they just really sort of um, petered out. So, I think, you know, the hype's always going to be there because of Gerrard. But uh, I think top 10 is probably, probably what the owners will want at Villa, given the investment. But, um, you know, I could see them still struggling as well. Just just depends um, how those new signings integrate into the first team. So. Yeah, uh, I happen to agree with you, Michael. I think maybe top 12 wouldn't be good for them. I think the difference is what Gerard has over the likes of uh, Lampard, um, well, until the end of last season, of the different ways he can manage games from the touch, um, especially having played quite a bit in Europe uh, with Villa, um, with sorry, with Rangers, um, and under like more defensive minded managers like Benitez, um, where he played the peak of his career, 
I think he's learned quite a lot where uh, someone like a Lampard um, hasn't, didn't really need to do that in his professional career, so he hasn't added that to his game. Yeah, I think some, uh, some definitely some interesting points there. It'll be interesting to see how these guys are. I think with, with your teams like your Villas um, and stuff like that, maybe not Newcastle because the amount of money they've got is ridiculous, but I think too many times teams spend a bit of money and then all of a sudden there's chats from the fans going, oh, you know, we're going to finish top six and stuff like that. I think you've got to be more realistic in, in setting your expectations. Um, right, let's move on to our predictions for week one. So we're not going to talk about the games too much. There's not really many massive games happening. So what we're going to do, this is going to be the format. I'm just going to read uh, the fixture. Um, and what we'll do is, Liverpool, Mike, you can give your prediction first. Man City, Mike, you can go after. And then I'll go third. And then I'll read the next fixture. And we'll go there from so on. All right. So... First one we're going to do is Crystal Palace at home to Arsenal. Liverpool, Mike, over to you. Score prediction. Uh, I see this as a draw. Um, I believe it will be high scoring. 2-2. No, I've gone 2-0 Arsenal. Jesus brace to start off. Interesting. Well, Arsenal last season for me, slow starters. I'm going to go that they're slow starters again. I'm going to go Palace 2-1 just to make it a little bit interesting. All right, next fixture we are going to do. Uh, fitting Liverpool, Mike, we're going to start with you. Fulham at home versus Liverpool. Uh, I think Liverpool will get the three points. Uh, it'll be two, zero, nil two to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, be boring again. I was going to go 2 0 Liverpool as well. I think um, Fulham will probably start, um, you know, they'll be difficult to break down, but once Liverpool get that first goal, they'll get the second one later on. Yeah, I'm going to disagree there with you because I think Fulham are going to come up and obviously, especially Marco Silva, he's got that style of football. I think he's a bit naive to think that he can play the type of football they're playing in the Championship in the Premier League. So I've gone Fulham 1, Liverpool 6. Is my Just blow him out. All right. Next one, we've got Bournemouth versus Aston Villa. Uh, so I have Villa winning this 3-1. Uh, I know it's at Bournemouth. Uh, I just think that, that first game, they're going to be up, they're going to be bouncing, uh, but Villa will show their qualities and beat them by two goals. Uh, yeah, I've gone slightly closer, but still a Villa win, 2-1. I think um, they'll have enough to get over Bournemouth to start. Yeah, I did the same. I think 2-1. I think Bournemouth will, will go out defensive, but yeah, I just think Villa have just got a little bit too much for them. Um, next up, we've got Newcastle are at home to newly promoted Nottingham Forest. Could be some interesting predictions here, I think. Uh, Newcastle 2-1 for me. Yes, yeah, is an interesting one. So, if we, I mean, you've gone all three promoted sides to lose on the first first uh, day of the season, first match of the season. Um, no, I'm still going to go Newcastle, um, but, but it'll be tight. Yeah, for me, um, I've actually gone a Nottingham Forest win. So, you know, I think I think Newcastle will kick on this year. I think their fans want instant success. I think we've seen a lot at Newcastle as well. If they, you know, if the other team scores the first goal, and the fans can get on their backs quite quickly. So, I've actually gone for a Forest three-one win for me. 
which could be an, an interesting start to the year. I just I wanted to back them in as well because I said they're going to be on a surprise team, so surely they're going to win on the first day. All right, next up, we have got Tottingham Hotspur versus Southampton. I'm going to have a convincing 3-0 win. I think Conte will get the crowd absolutely ready to go for this. Yeah, definitely Tottenham as well. And if they want to be serious this season, um, I think they've got to start off really strong um, if they want to keep the pace with the other teams at the top. Yeah, I've gone uh, 4-0 Spurs. Uh, Harry Kane's going to bag a brace and he's going to lift up his shirt and say, Perf de la Prem on it. (laughs) So, yeah, again, I'm backing him in, so I may as well back in Tottenham. Southampton, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. They haven't recruited too much, I don't think. So I think they could struggle. And Tottenham just, on paper, they look brilliant. Um, next up, let's have a look. Leeds versus Wolves. Uh, Leeds 2, Wolves 3. Because um, Leeds in my bottom three. Uh, I think they'll start the season too well, to be honest. Um, I've gone for a 1-1 draw. Uh, this has got draw written all over it, I think. Um, I think they'll cancel each other out. Leeds are a disappointing team, but, I mean, Wolves are interesting as well. A good good side, but no, this has got draw for me written all over it. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I've gone even more dour than that. I've gone nil-nil. I've written down my scores and I'd seen a lot of high-scoring games and I went, yeah, this one looks like a bit of a boring one. So, yeah, nil-nil for me. Uh, next up, we've got... I personally probably think the game of the round in Everton at home against Chelsea. What do we reckon? Uh, I have Chelsea winning this just by the one goal. So uh, Chelsea two, Everton one, even though it's, it's, it's played in Liverpool. So, yeah. Yeah, just to be boring again. Uh, 2-1 as well, I could see that. I think Everton will want to start well this season, given what happened last season. Um, but Chelsea, for me, just have too much for them. So, yeah, 2-1. I reckon it's going to be 1-1. Originally, I wrote 2-2, but now I'm going to go going to go 1-1. I think it'll be an entertaining game. I think Chelsea will dominate, but I reckon, yeah, 1-1 and Deli Alley will be the score for Evan. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, City versus Brentford. City versus Brentford. Leicester City. Leicester, Leicester yeah. Oh, sorry. You confused me there. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I have Leicester winning this 3-1. Um, they play well at home, so it allow them to play that taking, flowing football. I think they'll get over the line. Um, I'm going for a clean sheet for Leicester, 2-0. Um, I think they'll have too much for Brentford. Um, yeah, not 2-0 for me. Yeah, I said before, I don't know how well Leicester are going to do this year, but I believe that they're going to start off well this year. Yeah, I'm going 4-0 to Brentford. Uh, sorry, oh. Leicester. <laughs> to say, Gareth. Hot takes. Four, hot takes. Uh, cut, cut that out, terrible. 4-0 to Leicester for me. I think Brentford, yeah, they're going to struggle this year. Right, Man United versus Brighton. Uh, cancel each other out, 1-1. Yeah, I did think a draw, um, but I think Ten Hag at home, the fans will be up. Um, having said that, if Brighton scores, let's say Brighton score first, um, then it could be quite a toxic atmosphere. But I think he'll want to start off well. The players will want to be 
um, impressing him as well, given the changes that are probably going to happen. So I'm going for a 2-1 Man United win. Yeah, uh, Ten Hag ball for me. I think, look at the way that United started last year. I think they're going to do the same again. Their fans will be calling that they're going to win the Premier League after they win 4-2 first game of the season. Bruno Fernandes with a double. That's my prediction. <laughs> and finally, um, we've got a massive club playing at home, West Ham versus uh, Man City predictions. Uh, this is my game of the round. Uh, even though West Ham did uh, take points off City back in the last season, I think they'll be just short. So they're going to be losing two to three. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, they were really tough that game last season. I thought the league was going to, we we're going to um, hand it over to Liverpool after that game. Um, tough place to go to start the season. We started slow the last couple of seasons, but we haven't had a tournament leading into it, which is good. So I think City win. Uh, I could see it being a 2-1. We all know Haaland's going to start on the bench for this one. No, he probably won't. Hopefully he scores. Um, but yeah, I can't see anything other than a win to start the season. Yeah, uh, I've gone more convincing for me. I think West Ham will have a good year, but playing City first up is just, yeah, not fun. 3-0 um, City for me is my prediction. Um, so that's all the games and that concludes our podcast so podcast number three um, again it was a, another brilliant podcast I believe and I enjoyed speaking about all the things for the Premier League season as well as the additional signings um, just wanted to do a quick shout out to all of our um, all of the platforms that we are on so you can find us on Podbean which is Perth Della Prem you need a space between each word we're then on Spotify as Perth Della Prem, which is all one word, Twitter at Perth Della Prem, and then SoundCloud Perth Della Prem with spaces in between the words. You can also find us on Facebook as well, and we have all our socials on there. So thanks everyone again for listening. Uh, Liverpool Mike, Man City Mike, anything from you guys? Uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next one. No, nah, mate. Yeah, same, same here. Just looking forward to the season getting underway, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all are. So we'll see you all guys uh, next time. And thanks everyone for listening.